1: In depth conversations, matchup breakdown, analysts on every game, everything a Steelers fan could want. This is Fourth Down in the Steel City with your hosts, Adam Crowley and Colin Dunlap.
0: Episode 7, Segment 3. Fourth Down in the Steel City, Crowley, Dunlap. Colin, you've. You've stimulated me here. You say you've got a question. I'm eager to hear what it is.
1: What is that threshold of a dollar amount where you look at and you say, now that for an event, let's say a game, let's say a Steeler preseason game, which is happening uh, tomorrow, evening, happening Saturday. Evening. Let's say a Steeler preseason game. What's the threshold of a dollar amount where you look at a sign and you say, okay, now you're screwing me for hmm. parking. Now you're screwing. <laughs> a number below that, I understand everybody got to make a money. But because here's why, I saw that people were saying that the parking lots for Billy Joel were forty bucks. That's, That's screwing me. That's screwing me. I
0: think. I was going to put the number right there. If if I'm in a pinch and I'm close enough to the stadium, I'd pay forty bucks. Anything more than that, I just can't do it. And forty bucks is stretching it too.
1: Here's why though. Is let me interject real fast. Yep. You pay that 40 bucks for convenience for a concert, okay? But a concert isn't a game. A concert all ends and people all generally leave at the same time. For 40 bucks you might be in too deep at mm. the end mm-hmm. and you might have to sit in a ton of traffic on the way out. Follow me?
0: I do. I'm a big traffic beater though. So whether It's a game, whether it's a concert, I'm leaving early and I'm beating the traffic. I know, I know, but that's who I am. No,
1: no. concert, no, game, maybe if it's out of hand.
0: This might be, this might be the thing that finally makes you start to change your opinion on me, Colin, in the negative. I am going to leave everything early, no matter what. I just am. It's who I am. I've got to leave. I can't stay. Game and and for a concert, Colin. Yeah. I'm leaving right as the final song starts playing before the encore. So I will never, I don't know that I've ever seen a concert's encore.
1: You've never seen them bow to the crowd like at the end where they all lock arms and
0: because you know how you have a good idea, especially in modern times, what the set list is gonna be. So the final song before the encore, bang. I'm heading out I'm listening to it in the stairwell and then as there's three songs left maybe 12 15 minutes left in the concert my wife and I whomever bang in the car baby let's go
1: I don't judge you see that's that's the way you operate I, I just I don't ever tell anybody what to do with their money or how to operate I just express what my um what my preferences are you know what I mean I, I found it off-putting to tell people they're wrong because it's yeah. just their preferences my preference is I would never do anything like that. Uh I well, just you're wrong. yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> no, I I'm okay with being in it for the long haul. Like I'm all right. I already carved out that day, if I'm there, but parking is the one thing that irks me because it is it's it's totally freaking arbitrary. Like if they, they just set a price and there's You can't tell me there's some sort of scientific study that goes, you know what? If we're 20 bucks, that's a lot different than being 25.
0: Well, it's very frustrating though, because what happens is when you're there, let's say last year it was 30 bucks. And so you show up this year and it's 40 bucks. When you get there and you see the signs, you are in too deep. What are you going to do? You're going to go drive around through the mass of the rest of the traffic and humanity to go find another place to park? Man. There's no way you get down there and you think to yourself, it's either I go fight through more traffic and human beings, or I just pay the full freight 40 bucks. They got, that's why they do it. Cause they know that they can the
1: sick freaks. Yes. And our town sucks for public transportation. That's one of the parts. Well, where it potentially where you live for you, it's good. You can get Mount Lebanon. You can take the tea. Me yes. it's Uber or nothing. And then Uber, they crank you and you can't get real close. So I don't, I, I'm not a guy that complains about cost. I'll spend, but parking is the one thing, the one thing that kind of irks me. Back to my question, though. The North of 35 is is my sort of, come on, man. What are we doing here? You know what I'm big for? I'm big for making it right with the parking guy. Hey, look, <laughs> put this 20 bucks in your pocket. Let me park here. Maybe I'll even hit you off next time I come with a, Gift certificate to wherever that I'm not going to use, and you remember me. I'll touch base. Bang, let's hook it up, because the big parking company he doesn't need to know. You're just a guy. Let, let, right. Let's let's cut a deal on the side.
0: Yeah, they're not going to know if every single one of their spots is taken up. They have no clue. No right.
1: You get a, a parking a parking mole is a good person to have in your in your entourage.
0: Colin, you teach me things every podcast, and you help mm-hmm. the people out, which is why we have a life question from a listener we're going to get to in just a couple of minutes. But before we do get to that, Colin, George Pickens, 15 touchdowns in one game. I mean, is that what's going to happen? This guy, can he possibly, here's a way to frame it. Can he possibly live up to his preseason hype in this first preseason game? Is there any
1: way he can live up to mine because, you know, I've tempered it. You know what I want George Pickens to do? This might sound elementary or might sound basic, but so many people have George Pickens, like, you know, they're they're way out over their skis on him. And I understand the excitement, but they had the same excitement for some other people. I just want George Pickens to show for sure that he somewhere between fits in and stands out. Hmm. I just don't want him to hold – they hold the offense back. I mean, this is a guy in his first NFL preseason game. So many times we say, all right, is he up to the speed of the game? Okay, does he understand his assignments? Okay, is he running the right routes? Like, those are just things we need from a guy playing in his first game. I just want him to do that. I want him to go ahead and somewhere between fit in and stand out. As long as he doesn't hold them back, that's the natural trajectory, and then the talent will take over. Wouldn't
0: mind seeing one of those plays that makes me go, oh, daddy, just give me one. I don't need a handful. I don't need a touchdown. I just want to see him pluck one ball off a dude's head. That's all I want to see. Just go do it. Do it for Mason Rudolph. Help Mason Rudolph get traded, George Pickens. Do that. Do that for me, please. Questions, Colin? Are you ready?
1: I'm always, always. This is the best part, yeah.
0: And then we'll wrap up our preseason thoughts for game one after these questions. we got a couple here. (laughs) This one from Mike on Twitter and at fourth down steel is how you can follow our social media account on the twitter.com. Will you root for one QB over the other QBs? I think I know where you're going to come down on this.
1: I will. And the reason I will is because I think that the Steelers are best positioned to win As many football games as possible if Mitch Trubisky is their quarterback. So I'll root for Mitch Trubisky. I I just, I will. That's not rooting against the other guys. Correct. It's just rooting for Mitch Trubisky.
0: Yeah, and I'm exactly in the same point. And I'll take it further down the road a little bit. The best thing, and I've said this before, that can happen for the Pittsburgh Steelers this year, is if Mitch Trubisky goes out and throws like 30 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, and the Steelers win 10 games, and then now it's either, okay, Mitch is your guy, or Kenny Pickett's pushed even further. You might have a tradable asset in Mitch Trubisky if you believe in Kenny. If not, you've now found maybe your guy who's got a lot of pedigree in Mitch Trubisky. So I'm really rooting for Mitch. He also seems like a hell of a guy. And you know what? I don't know how much that's supposed to matter to me, but I have a hard time not letting it matter to me. So I want to see that guy do well. Here's a life question from Javon. (laughs) If wife says not to buy a birthday gift, Colin, do you buy her one anyway?
1: Yes. Yes. You buy something minimal, something safe, something you know she's going to use. Something she already has that you replace. That is to say, you walk around and see what kind of candle she has. You see what kind of Mm. perfume she has. You see what kind of, um, I don't know, something that's a reusable sort of thing. And you even while she's not home or whatever, take that to the store like like how you take a light bulb. If a light bulb burns out, and you make got to make sure to buy the right specialty light bulb, and you take it to the hardware store, take that like to Bed Bath and Beyond and say, "I need this one." You got. So I'm not trying to do it all, So then that way, it's an exact replacement of something she already has.
0: That's well said. I have been bitten by this. My wife never wants, she doesn't want gifts generally. She always she always says, no, don't do gifts. We'll spend money on things that we really need, yada, yada. But you're always worried. You're worried. And we have an anniversary coming up, but, and we've made an agreement. We're not going to buy each other anything. You got to just, got to you got to do a little something because what happens then if I tell her the same thing for my birthday? And guess what? She's bought me something. If right. I'm the one who doesn't, bad guy so is this as much about love as it is about covering my own ass
1: maybe no you know no. what you can it's become, about covering though? my ass you know what you could become there's always room for this and i've always found this guy interesting the quirky or funny card guy too That's that true. that guy has a has a role you know the, the find the most you go to hallmark you go to the card store whatever and whether it's the card where it has like you know, a funny saying and like the guy with this uh, half like stripper guy with holding a cake or something, or it has some real weird saying or uh, the one with like Garfield on it, like the funny card guy. And you do that and it's perpetual. It's like a gift you do every year. And you always thematically do That's that. That's true. You Be keep that it in guy. theme.
0: My mom got so mad at me. This was either last year or the year before because she gave me a card, either for my birthday or Christmas, I don't remember. And she said, you didn't even, did you even look at the card? Did you put the card on, on the fridge? And I said, oh yeah, I looked at the card. She said, what'd you think of the card? I didn't comment on the card. I said, mom, you didn't write it. She was so offended because she said she spent like 45 minutes going through, picking the perfect card. And I'm like, lady, I love you to death. You didn't, you didn't write it. Hallmark man wrote it for me. Bad guy move, probably bad guy move.
1: It's just I'm fake like, son. well, yeah, you got to read the card. Even if it's a breeze through, cursory glance, uh, do that.
0: You do have to do the cursory glance. <laughs> yeah. All right, Colin. Yes. Is there one man who this game could mean more for than Devin Bush? Because I'm struggling to see who this could matter more for than Devin Bush, honestly.
1: Yes. What if Benny Snell fumbles two times and looks terrible? Eh, good point. It, I don't think it can look good for the plus. Like, if he goes out and performs well, he's supposed to. He's And he's going to get carries because Najee, Najee Harris isn't going to be in there. So, Benny Snell, if he performs bad, then the Steelers are right back to square one for RB2, and it is more than a wide-open competition. He actually might serve to get a demotion, and they might look at it and say, you know what? Maybe you're not the guy. Maybe you're not the guy.
0: Man, I was looking over here. And you came right around the corner with a bang, Benny Snell uppercut. I thought I was teeing you up to go off Devin Bush. If you start missing tackles, this guy's getting well, passed up too. by Bobby Spillane. And that's true, but bang, the old Benny Snell football uppercut, the blind side from you, Colin. You sure. know, it's big four, too, in the same regard. If he plays, he's been a little bit banged up. But whenever he plays his first preseason game, Dotson, because Kendrick Green seems to have passed him by and If Dodson plays better than Green in the preseason game, I think that's going to carry a lot of weight. But more than that, if he stinks ass and is a turnstile, then, boy, he's going to have a tough time catching back up.
1: Do you think that – do you think that – back to Devin Bush, though? Do you think he'll play well? Because I've lost all hope.
0: I don't know that if you lose the mental side of it, you can get it back. And I think he totally lost the mental side of it last year. I mean, the physical skills are there. He did not want to take on contact. And I guess he's been better in that regard during camp. But, man, the lights are on. There's going to be bodies flying all over the place. I just don't know that he can get it back. I'm leaning a lot closer to know he'll never be able to be that guy Then yes, he'll be able to figure it out again.
1: You know the other part why, and I was on the fence. I'm just – I think he's in the tank. He looks around the same room, and he looks around at practice now. There's legitimate players at inside backer now. He knows who can play. Yeah, I And I think that he may run from competition.
0: He might. Here, here's my problem.
1: He's not the anointed son anymore.
0: No, he's not. And Robert Spillane has really played himself into the good graces of this coaching staff. Here's where I am still on Robert Spillane. Anytime he's out there on the field, he is instantly the guy that you pick on if you're a defensive coordinator. Instantly. Can he come downhill and stop the run? Sure he can. But is he going to run with elite or even not elite tight ends in this league? Is he going to be able to follow a back out of the backfield? Could he be a quarterback spy when you're playing these athletic quarterback? I think the answer is no on all that. So Devin Bush, if he gets it together, he's still a massive, massive part of this team. It's just unfortunate that I don't think he's going to be able to do that. I, Colin? If,
1: if it was an arena football game and you could only run the football, Robert Spillane would be a lottery pick.
0: Yes. Yes. No doubt about it. That guy can do that. Ask Derrick Henry.
1: Right. There can we he do
0: go. much else? Probably not. Big Saturday.
1: We'll, Big Saturday. It is. Man, Will I'm we see so- a
0: hologram of Brian St. Pierre on the
1: field. Maybe Landry Jones, who Mike Tomlin at one point said played the most snaps in preseason history, made that claim without any merit to back it up. The most snaps in preseason NFL history, not just dealer history, NFL history, he said at one point.
0: I need to say more things that are impossible to look up and just own them because that was the ultimate flex by Mike Tomlin.
1: Uh, almost as good as, well. that was, that was the ultimate flex. Secondary coming just the other day when he said we wanted to get ahead of Doppler as if... <laughs> As if Doppler is a man that predicts the weather.
0: (laughs) I know. Uh, The Steelers played from behind so much last year that he was really paranoid about getting behind Doppler. Yes. Uh, Colin, uh, that was fun. What do you say we uh, break things down after the game on Monday?
1: Let's do it. I say uh, Monday evening sounds like a good time.
0: All right, brother. Peace out to the listeners.
1: Go watch some football, jeez.